Hello and welcome to Conversations with Ken O'Connick. Hope you're having an amazing morning, afternoon, evening, walk with the dogs, workout, commute to work. If you are doing anything active, this podcast may be great for you because everything on this podcast has to do with a exercise and workout that I had just recently. I was visiting some friends in Seattle and we went down to share some really exciting information. And this is the first time I'm saying it uh, on this podcast. So I'll really see who's engaged when they hear this. But we were flying down to tell our very close friends um, that Chelsea and I were expecting a child. we have a baby on the way and she's due in November. And so we're really excited um, about that. But we wanted to come down and, you know, we're we're relationship people, we're face-to-face people. And so my, why is it, might as well, you know, things are opening back up. Let's take a plane ride down to Seattle and tell our friends what was going on. And so uh, my friend down there has been running a lot, you know, doing half marathons, marathons for the last few years. Uh, and they wanted me to go on a run with her. And Chelsea was asked if she wanted to go on a run. And she right now in the current situation is like, absolutely not. And so Jen asked me, she was like, Hey, Ken, you know, do you want to go on a run? And I was like, yeah, sure. And you know, for those that, you know, that know me pretty well, you can laugh when I say that. And if you don't know me, um, I do not enjoy running. If it doesn't involve a ball, um, I don't want to do it. Um, it sports and activities like that. I'll run all day long. Um, run to just run, uh, not about it at all. And I think probably some of you guys can connect with that. And so, Here's here's the thing. And so she has been running for, you know, several years and I legitimately have not done a structured one in a couple years, at least two years. And we go to go on this run and um, she's like, how long do you want to run? And I was like, four miles. Let's 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 shoot for four miles, because at one point in my life, I knew that I could run decently. And so I was like, let's run four miles. And. Again, I want to remind you, I have not ran in over two years, at least two years. I mean, it could be more like four years, but uh, I'm going with the benefit of doubt to be accurate. It's 100 percent more than 700 days. I have not ran. And so we start on this run and she's like, Ken, we'll go at your pace um, and then, you know, I'll just match you. And if you know me, um, I don't do anything half butted. So. Uh, We start jogging, we start, you know, just kind of going into a cool space. And then I start to feel kind of good. You know, I'm getting a little endorphins going as I'm running, you know, sweating a little bit. My body's warmed up. And so I start opening it up a little bit. I have no watch on. I have no context to where we are, how long we're going. And I just start going. And I am huffing and puffing. You know, I might spit a little bit here and there. And no idea, you know, where Jen is, how hard this is for Jen versus how hard this is for me. Um, You guys have probably all heard it. The first mile is the hardest. But I just kept telling myself that, you know, one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time, one step at a time. I can do one more step. I can do one more step. And then, you know, that started getting monotonous. And so, I started looking at, you know, curbs. Okay, let me get to that corner. 
and then I'll decide to slow down. And then let me, and then I got to that corner and I was like, okay, let me get to that next cul-de-sac. Okay, let me get to the end of this, you know, wooded trail. Okay, let me get to this next corner. And all of a sudden, you know, I was like, okay, we got to be getting close, got to be getting close. And I kind of holler back to Jen. She's about, you know, 20 yards behind me. And I'm like, where are we at? Where are we at? And she's like, four miles. And I stopped. And I felt so good. I was like, man, what, you know, how fast were you doing that? And she was like, we're running like eight minute miles. And this is like the fastest pace that I had ever done. And this is Jen who's running, running, running. And I haven't ran in a long time. And she's like, that's the fastest pace I've ever done that. And we have a mile and a half to go. And I'm like, what? We have a mile and a half to go. Are you kidding me? And she's like, well, we, I mean, you can walk, but I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep running, just keep up. And I'm like, oh my gosh. All right, let's roll. And so we keep going and we get back to the house and we ran, I ran five and a half miles and my body was definitely sore. It was fatigued, but something amazing came out of that after talking with Jen, you know, we're both into this leadership mindset you know, relationship kind of perspective thing. And all she was telling herself the whole time she was running is 1408, 1408, 1408. And I was like, what's 1408? And she told me the story of, and you may have heard this before, but there was a guy who has become to be very successful. And I don't know his name, but you can look up the, the 1408. And he got a 1408 on his SATs back in high school. And I'm going to go through the you know expedited version of this because this is really not the point of this podcast. Um, and so he thought he was dumb his whole life. And he got this 1408 on his SATs. He's like, oh, man, I got a 1408 on my SATs. I'm actually a lot smarter than I am. Maybe I can achieve more. And so he started going out and he got a great job. And then from that great job, he started a business. And then he started a couple businesses, started rubbing shoulders with some amazing people and started achieving a whole bunch of things. And a, a decade later, he got a notice that he got like a, a 1200 on his SATs or 1100 and something, a very average score on his SATs. There was a mistake in the scoring systems and they gave him the wrong score. And so Jen was listening 1408 because she was like, this is a higher speed. This is, I can do it. If, you know, if I can set this pace, I'm capable more. If I'm capable more, I can achieve so much more in her life. And it got her to get through that. But it was interesting because as I was running, I was always motivated that this really healthy fit running person was right behind me and I was doing it. And in that same token, she was running right behind me saying, oh my gosh, this out of shape kid who just came into this is kicking my butt, but I'm better than I think. And we both had an amazing run, you know, ran five and a half miles on eight minute miles, hated my life. I was sore for like a week after it, but I'll tell you what, in that moment, I realized I was capable of more. And my point of that is, is that you're capable of more. And so what is this perception that you've put on yourself? What can be your 1408 that can trick you into doing something so much more than what you're currently doing right now? There's something. I don't know what yours is. 
but I can tell you that I have a purpose under mine that's unreal and it's starting a family, which I have to say, I'm so excited about, and I'll share with you guys, you know, don't get in, you know, too deep in the weeds, but, uh, uh, the name of our daughter will be Jordan Joe O'Connick. Um, I will probably implicitly call her Jojo until she asks for otherwise. So hope daddy's little girl, uh, likes the name Jojo. And there is a purpose in here, you know, because Chelsea and I didn't have it in the plan to do this, right? But it's in the plan now, right? So I'm setting some new uh, preconceived notions of what my SAT score is going to be, that 1408. And I'll tell you, it gives you a purpose that you wouldn't believe to set an unperceived perspective of what you can achieve of yourself. And here's the thing is you just got to take a step. And after you take a few steps and you take another couple steps then look out a little bit further, cause you've been doing it a little bit now and you know, you can take another step. So what's like a couple hundred yards down the road, you know, what's two months from now that you can achieve. And it, it's the point of is you eat an elephant one bite at a time. But as you create progress, because progress equals happiness, right? If we don't see progress on a regular basis, we would rather die. So set that target out in front of you. Know exactly what that is that you want to achieve. Take it one step at a time. As you start to achieve something, look a little further out ahead and then keep chipping away. The important part is, is the minute you start getting some progress, you better bring someone alongside you in that, either in front of you or behind you to keep pushing you to get you to the place that you never thought you might have got by yourself. But because of them pushing you or because of them being right on your heels, you got to a place that you never would have imagined. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way if you would have asked me before I did that ran run that I'd ran five and a half miles in eight minute miles. No way. But it felt pretty good. And I bet if I'd practiced a little bit more, I probably could do seven. So the question you got to ask yourself is, did you die? And the answer is no. So guys, I hope that this was helpful for you today. This is a short and sweet coming to you hot. Uh, I hope you guys are having an amazing exercise day, workout day, walk, run, dog walk, commute to work, wherever it is. I love every single one of you guys. If you guys could do me a huge favor, please like, share, comment on this, leave a review, any love. And I mean any, you know, if you could please just give me 13 seconds of your time and share some love on this, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Have a great day, guys. Bye.